Hello and welcome to the Vocal Academy podcast. Hi, and I'm your host, Bobby Harper, and in this series, we'll try to make all things singing and performing more comprehensible and accessible to you. Episode 4, Setting Expectations. First off, let me take a moment to thank you for tuning in to this podcast. And as you're listening to this podcast, I do want to encourage you to leave a five-star rating because the more ratings we get and the more reviews we get, the more likely we will be able to get to the top of the list. So please do me this favor as we want as many people to come across this information as possible and together we can maybe encourage more and more people to get out there and sing with a bit more freedom. What we are going to focus on in this episode then is expectation and setting expectations that will increase your chance of success. It is really difficult. In fact, I would go so far as to say that it is impossible for a teacher to read a singer's mind. As much as we would, in some cases, love to be able to do this, the only thing we can do is to take a guess at what is going on in there during any given lesson. We'll try to pick up on clues in how you refer to certain things when we ask you questions in our classes about your history, about how you perceive your singing voice, etc. We look for clues as to what you might be expecting from taking singing lessons. So what I want to get at in this podcast is the great imponderable that is expectation. Expectation is the rock that many a well-intentioned embarkation of singing lessons has crashed upon and sunk. It is a massive influence in how you are likely to get on. I would even go so far as to say it is ultimately the rock on which a lot of singers will either stick with it or give up. And I have seen it play out many times in many years helping people to improve their singing voice. Expectation is everywhere. It is mostly invisible. It is mostly not aired for fear of failure. Um, It... It might be better just not to say it out loud in case I don't make it and look like a failure. So the news is that this thought process will most likely ensure your failure. What I want to get uh, to today is how you should go about setting your expectations such that you can remain fair to yourself but also keep challenging yourself. And let's face it, um, we want to give you the greatest chance at success that we can, which is why you've taken the massive leap to employ a singing teacher to help you get better at singing. There is a fine balance between a fair expectation and a too high expectation. 
And if you get it wrong, it can have serious um, effects on whether you get there or not. Singers can lose sight of the bigger picture and give up in many cases. The first thing you really want to consider, and I'm really just trying to apply logic to these points. Um, the first thing to consider is when setting an expectation that it should have some connection with reality and achievability within a given time frame. For example, if you decided that you were going to start hill walking as a means to getting fitter and getting more in touch with nature, you most probably will not look for the highest mountain peak in your district and try that first, uh, you know, turn up in your jeans and your shoes with a bar of chocolate and a can of Coke and start walking up the mountain. For most people who don't do hill walking, um, the first thing they will do is maybe pop out to the shop or go online and buy themselves a good pair of hiking boots, some Under Armour, a backpack and, you know, whatever you think, well, you know, you need to go hill walking. But, of course, you wouldn't stop there. You, you need to go hill walking. Uh, you might find a beautiful part of the country and head off there and enjoy three or four hours of nature. And over time, you'll find that you might look for more off the beaten track challenging routes with less people. Um, you're probably using these first few hikes to gauge your abilities and your future expectations will then come from those experiences, which could as easily be to keep hiking in these easier routes with all of the human traffic around that, you know, that goes with it or ramp it up a bit and get to the less traveled trails, more nature and more peace and quiet. What I'm talking about here is that to achieve the goal, you need to be prepared to put in the effort, of course. But the effort alone will not guarantee progress or success. So you've got to be smart or at least thoughtful about it. Uh, you know, and that includes, you know, a certain level of planning. So not for everybody, but it is difficult to set out realistic expectations when you have nothing to hold on to or balance those expectations against. And herein lies the difficulty with singing. We can set ourselves up for failure by simply just guessing what the expectation should be from the start simply because we don't know how high or low to set that bar. And humans being human, we can tend to set the bar too high, especially with something like singing because deep in the recesses of our minds, we think... We should be able to do it. And it might reflect poorly on us as a person. If we can't do this thing that we should be able to do because somebody that we know seems to be able to do it really well and we feel some pressure to challenge ourselves against their skill level. But when it becomes apparent that the challenge was a little bit too steep, we can experience failure and lose faith that we can make progress and then we give up. Then as teachers, we hear things like 
singing lessons didn't work for me or you can't teach everybody to sing or maybe I'm just not talented enough. They are devastating things to hear when ultimately we know that this is generally not the case. Certainly from a functional or a mechanical point of view because we know that there are hundreds of routes to get there and it is almost certain that you just took the wrong road. So in setting the bar with respect to your expectations you must always remember that if you're embarking on something new, a new skill or something that you really don't know how it works then for most people the fairest way to do it is to make your initial goals easier to achieve and that is not cheating. There is a rationale to this and I'm going to try to explain it. So the first thing um, it will make your initial goals more achievable. The second thing if it's more achievable then that means greater likelihood of success. And the third thing, these small successes at a minimum will buy you time, which will allow you space for these new experiences and sensations, you know, of singing um, to be processed. And as soon as you begin to process these new experiences, the easier it is for you to grasp or hold on to the tasks that will actually bring you forward. If you think of it like, you know, the hill walking analogy, in most cases when hill walking, the start of the walk is on lighter slopes and the hill gets gradually steeper the further you go. Depending on your experience or your fitness levels, you might easily skip over this part of the journey. Um, or simply just enjoy the scenery before you get to the more challenging aspects of the climb. And embarking on something new like singing lessons, this can be a really good strategy. Take your time on the lower slopes, enjoy the view. Give yourself time to take it all in. Now, if you are super experienced, you might start on a shorter, light trajectory before hitting the steeper slopes earlier. Why? Because you've probably some experience of observing your voice and have already to some extent been up and down these proverbial slopes. In some cases for the beginner for instance it might even be easier for some of you to wait before you start solidifying your expectations or at least not to be so set in stone that you're giving yourself only a small target to hit. So if your target is bigger, then um, for you it will be just easier to hit. And over time you can push the target further away or make it smaller. And this is how we want to challenge ourselves. So if the only foothold you have with relation to singing is your favorite singer, then it is understandable that that becomes the gauge for your expectation. But when you look at it rationally, then that is most likely going to be a poor strategy. Why? Because your target is too far away. You already need to be exceptionally skilled to hit it 
and so therefore it makes no sense. The phrase setting low expectations is used in language mostly in a negative context. However, that is to do that phrase, you know, somewhat of a disservice. Because what is low? Um, so I would suggest instead of thinking of it that way, um, that you reimagine it as fair expectations, setting a fair expectation. Because if it's not attainable, then it's a waste of time in most cases. So now that you've established all of that, how do you go about setting the expectation? Well, as you have little or no experience, except maybe karaoke or singing in the choir when you were at school, then you are really just kind of, you know, if we go back to the hill walking analogy, you're in the car park looking at the mountains. Um, and if you have no map, then you might procrastinate because you have no idea which direction to go. Um, there could be 10 routes you could choose from. But how do you go about choosing the best route for you to take in this beginner stage? Um, I mean, each route will have various levels of difficulty from the relatively easy, you know, right up to the expert rock climbing level. Um, so you will need a guide. In other words, your teacher. And you will need a map, which you will get from your teacher or online. Um, but it might not be the best map. Or it might be an old map. Um, anyway, you, um, you might need help reading the map. And you may need your guide to hold your hand and escort you for a while, which is fine. I mean, this is why we exist. If you look at singing classes in this way, then you will be giving yourself a really good solid base from which to grow. Um, when you choose the best route for you, then you mitigate against failure. There is a lot of room to make mistakes without them proving to be fatal. You can ask questions and you can learn about how to go about your tasks. Um, in this case, then your expectations can just as easily be set in subsequent lessons. In fact, maybe going into that first lesson like a newbie hill walker, you just want to find your feet. And why not? So let's just recap a small bit. Even before setting an expectation, we really want to understand that what we are starting is a process to get to the goal that we are better in the future than we are today, whatever that goal is exactly. Now, better than where we are today can be sometimes achieved in 30 seconds. But of course, the reality is that these um, small improvements are not the end goal. And if the end goal is the expectation that you started out with, then on its own, it is probably simply too great an expectation. So the virtue here is like is patience. Now, we understand that there are going to be challenges along the route, which is fine. But what we'd like to avoid are 
unnecessary challenges that we present that result in us effectively sabotaging our own progress. These unnecessary challenges can present themselves in different forms and poor or badly conceived expectations are one of those bad forms. The goal is to get better. That goal can be achieved by taking many forward steps but is unlikely to be achieved with only a few long jumps. When setting the expectation then, as a beginner or intermediate, or even in some cases as an experienced entertainer, your expectation must be achievable based in logic and set with a clear goal in mind. If you start out, you know, knowing that you can set several expectations, then you will ultimately shorten your journey. Your journey will be far more pleasant and you are going to be more likely to stick with it. So, this is how you should set your expectations if you want to give yourself the best chance at reaching your goal. Firstly, the plan is to get there, honestly, in the best shape possible. This means welcoming new experiences, processing them and then understanding them. Logically then, the expectations will be better set when we already have walked some of this path and that the expectations can be altered and even changed to some, to some extent while always remembering that there should be some level of challenge and that it is okay to stop at certain points and look around and enjoy the experience. Basically like singing a song or a couple of songs. Anyway, so if your first expectation is to do something differently than you were doing before, that makes the task easier, then that is a legitimate and achievable expectation that is based in reality. To set this as an expectation, you need to have something to balance it against so you can measure it. So ahead of trying for it, Sing the part of the song that you wish to improve. Spend some time observing the sounds and sensations that you are producing and try then to put it into words. Um, just a word of warning, if you are judgmental about your voice, then the goals around improving are most likely going to be emotionally based goals, which are going to be much tougher to achieve and also to engage. So anyway, the words you used to make sense of what's going on with your voice don't need to be singer speak or teacher speak um, as such. Just they need to be something that you can make sense of because this will be the first goal or, or expectation and it makes the achievement of reaching that goal tangible and real. So if you buy into improving your singing as a process then many of these smaller goals and expectations put together will make it easier for you to get measurably closer to your goal. Training a voice takes time. If you rush, you are more likely to take a route that is ill-conceived, maybe too difficult for you at this moment, 
you might eventually still get there. But if you are battered and bruised, was it really worth the effort? What we don't want really is that you lose heart and that you're 10 years down the road and your story is, oh, well, I tried that, but I'm just not good enough. And of course, that's not the reason at all. Now, if you have had some experience singing, then some of the tasks may be slightly more uphill or challenging. But of course, you know that, right? I mean, you mean you're simply not going to singing lessons so the teacher can tell you how good you are, right? Coming from the perspective of a singer with experience, you will already have more nuanced ideas about the areas in which you feel you need to work on in your voice. You will be aware of the results of issues in your voice because you already have engaged with them to some extent, even if you don't know the cause or at least the why of the cause. So you will probably come into that first singing class with some level of expectation based on a legitimate experience. At this stage, it is good. No, it is um, important that you share this expectation with your new singing coach and why you've set this expectation. You must, however, give your qualified singing teacher the opportunity to hear your voice because the route you might think you need to take to meet that expectation may not be the route that is going to get you there. Even though it might get you close, you will inherently know if it is not right. And in fact, because it is the only route you know or are familiar with, then the chances are it won't work because, well... It already hasn't worked. This is another rock on which vocal training can crash. And all because the expectation was simply misplaced based on a route that didn't and was probably never going to work. So the expectation in the case of this singer may be the correct one. However, the route to meet that expectation being unexpected by the singer can cause a level of mental trauma so much so that the singer loses sight of the purpose and then walks away. So these are some of the pitfalls of not carefully managing or setting expectations. I'm not saying at all that you should not have your own expectations, only that they are better if set based on solid experience whether that is the singer's own experience, the teacher's experience when listening to the singer, or in most cases a mix of both, is purely down to each situation and each individual. But the most important thing here is that when setting an expectation that it is going to bring you towards your goal and not down a cul-de-sac. So, for the experienced singer, then the difference to that of the inexperienced singer really is that you are starting the same road except you're just further along it than they are when they started. You have more experiences and those experiences can all be used to balance against the new, hopefully better experiences that will lead your voice to more freedom and ultimately more choice.
So this is why it is critical to set those expectations with some degree of thought. I hope you enjoyed our latest episode. If so, please let us know. And if you have any themes you'd like us to deal with, please get in contact and let us know. My email address is in the podcast notes along with other links I find maybe helpful to you. So until the next time, be safe, be happy and sing like nobody's listening. <laughs>